Welcome to the Marshall Pruitt Podcast and our Catching Up series, our short-form interview series. Who do we have this time? We have our man, DJ Willie P., William Stephen Power. Dear friend, old friend, also very good at driving race cars, your current NTT IndyCar Series championship leader, winner of the most recent round in Detroit, bit of a peerless performance by our pal from Toowoomba, Australia. He and I, for many years, as you'll hear us uh, discuss in the open, I'm talking about his approach to the game. Not the physical approach, but the mental approach. Done, I've lost track of how many articles over the years, even some podcasts with him, talking about his mental approach because of all the IndyCar drivers. There's nobody who is willing to go into that area as deep as Will, reveal as much about himself or whatever it is always been a facet of him that has been very unique to IndyCar and so with it receiving more interest of late him talking about it more him being on this amazing groove so far this year said you know what let's just do a catch-up so we did so caught up for about 20 minutes talking about his mental approach what is or isn't different about this year uh how things have been going with his race engineer of forever David Faustino something very unique there Uh, as well with the two of them being so effective and a few other items that you might find of interest here with our man mr power all brought to you by cooper tires the justice brothers and torontomotorsports.com so let's get rolling mr power so i don't know i feel like we've discussed this a million times over the years but it used to be a thing where you'd go into a new season and you and i would discuss What's the mindset? What's your approach? What's new or different this year? Like, I think the first time we might've done that was like, I don't know, 2010. We did it again in 2011. And it became kind of a, an interesting preseason discussion of what new wrinkle, what different thing are you going to do this year to go get a championship? What's your mental approach? How has that changed? And we stopped doing that because you've kind of, gotten into what i think is a pretty good flow and we're seeing the effects of that this year i'd love to explore that just a little bit brother what is different about this year and your approach or what is the same uh, that folks maybe just haven't seen before that you're using to lock into this really good place you're in um mm, i would almost sum it up as saying i've I've experienced everything, every possible scenario, I think, in IndyCar. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I kind of know it so well. Um, and, and yeah, that's – and I'm a guy that's continually changing and reshaping and constantly working on stuff. That's just in my nature. So, you know, it's, just a, it's, it's, it's not like an instant thing. It's a slow evolution over a long time, over 17 years of IndyCar. And, um yeah, certainly tick the box of how to approach races and how to complete, you know, complete the weekend or complete the season more to the point. But, you know, if I look at the last two, three, four, five years, some of the things that we've let go, like, honestly, not much has changed. It's just, you know not having mechanicals, not having some strange things go wrong. 
the introspective side of you will that's one of the things i've always enjoyed just on a away from the racetrack just on a personal level you've always been someone who has taken great interest in knowing yourself learning yourself exploring your mind your motivations your emotions like really truly there are some folks who don't know themselves don't really want to they just try and put uh put blinders on and move forward you've been the opposite you've been the guy who's always looked at yourself and uh, what's between your ears as something to dive into and tinker with and, and grasp does that still bubble inside of you to do that that introspective part of you and trying to figure out why you do what you do and how to do things better or is that slowed down at all over the years as you gotten older uh i reckon everyone because every, every i think everyone over you know over their life just continually evolves i mean because you're constantly getting feedback from other people and it's different experiences that either you like or dislike and you relate what you do to what's been done to you and uh whether you like it or dislikes it and i think that's how you uh change and um yeah just get get better as a person really not necessarily better mentally in a race car or in a sports way but you do get a lot better mentally in a race car as well um yeah if you're willing to be introspective like you say uh yeah I think it's just natural for life. Some people do it more, some do it less, but some people had a lot further to go. Um, maybe I'm one of those. Mm. <laughs> like I say to my brother, I said, just think about me when I was a, a teenager, man, like a 15-year-old teenager, how much I have changed as far as being a better person. It's insane. Like I've made the biggest leap in my family. <laughs> <laughs> no question man uh, it's pretty funny pretty funny from a from a hooligan <clears throat> to an indycar champion the willpower story yeah a bit that way not quite yeah it's kind of like that yeah so the other thing that i appreciate will i think it was i don't know if it was friday night or saturday night the first race of the year at saint pete you and your wife liz and your son Bo were coming back on your golf cart from my dinner somewhere i think we had a chance to just catch up for 10 or 15 minutes there that night and we're just talking the first round man first race had not even been run but could already see you were just in a pretty amazing place i mean in the past your emotions have run high run low been in a lot of places but it really did feel like coming into this brand new season you are already locked in and that's what we spoke about there privately how does that happen brother is that a intentional thing that you worked yourself into or has this just developed naturally because i know how much effort you've put in over the years to try and work yourself into a specific state of mind it seems like this one's almost just kind of you and life and experience just happening organically but i don't know if that's uh, that's accurate uh, uh yeah i would say um yeah i mean when you look at it how lucky you are to be a race car driver and when you truly look at it you can never just say yeah bad luck it's not true i reckon probably 
probably the biggest change I've made is not getting disappointed with bad results, which I haven't really had this year. But um, Indy 500, I was really happy with 15th, just considering the circumstance. So definitely, uh, definitely not sweating the bad days or the bad sessions and um yeah still get disappointed though if i you know if i don't qualify well it's a little bit you know just disappointed for because i'm very you know i just love love the craft of driving fast and when you're not fast it's not fun <laughs> but um yeah yeah, not a massive. Everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, you changed." It's like, ah, not really. I think uh, not massively. You know, you can never just change yourself like that. It's just not possible. But um, you make little shifts here and there. Uh, but it's really everything's clicking. I, I will say, I have a great crew this year. I have a great crew, very positive, good crew. I'll tell you that which matters, the atmosphere, the relaxed atmosphere on the car, um, just enjoying it from what I take from my crew. They really enjoy it. I'll give you that. Yeah, I got to admit, seeing uh, seeing your, your crew chief, Trevor, as well, he's someone who just really warm. I mean, very competitive, obviously, like everybody yeah. you know, on all the cars in your team and most teams, but – uh, Trevor Lacasse, he just there's this just kind of warm teddy bearish thing about him that I, externally, brother, it just looks like, as you mentioned, there's just kind of a good vibe uh, in particular. It's definitely true for Trevor. Very, very easy to get along with. Um, I think it, you know, just makes the atmosphere good for all the guys under him, and um, and a you know, a cheerleader always has you, you know, always right on your side and i'd say the same for ron razuski yeah 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 very lucky to have those guys and obviously dave and i have been together forever we're like an old couple um you do have an anniversary coming up soon don't you kidding but uh yeah you guys have been around <laughs> it's for like it. that man oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that we can know each other so well which can be good and bad but uh uh he's uh yeah so we've got a very good group Good group, clicking really well. Wanted to ask about that. Uh, you and Dave Faustino, who you've worked together since KV days back in the mid uh, 2000s almost. You guys have something that is really unique, Will, in that if you look at Scott Dixon, for example, at Chip Ganassi Racing, uh, he's you know, working with, I think, his third or fourth engineer over the last decade. Uh, you look at a lot of drivers, and if they've been in IndyCar for a while, definitely two, three, four race engineers before they retire. You and Dave have not only been together now for at Penske for, what, 11 years, 12 years, whatever it is, but you guys have not hit that uh, rough marital patch where communication suffers and you stop finding the best in each other. That's truly, and as you know, that is super unique. It's like a head coach of whatever, you know, stick and ball team. Often after a while, they just say, you know, need to head a change of head coach because players just aren't hearing me anymore. What is it about YouTube? Been doing this now for more than a decade together at Penske. Polls, wins, you name it. That really doesn't happen very often, man. 
it's yeah, kind of. I don't, yeah, I would say um, being fortunate that I was able to bring Dave to Penske, and you know they took him on, and um, I knew from the first time we worked together that he was he was a very. Yeah, I'd only worked with a couple of engineers before that, but only one engineer before before I, uh, you know, in IndyCar, so before I worked with Dave. Um, and, yeah, it's he's, he was as driven as I was to, to win races back then, but still, still, Dave's very thorough, um, and we're very businesslike these days. You don't shoot the shit or anything we're just absolute business quite efficient don't spend hours and hours of on stuff um just because we we know we you know we know the game so well both of us now so we don't yeah that's that's how that relationship is just very serious business-like one or two more things for you brother so are you intrigued at all by how much your fans and IndyCar fans are in general about this talk about the mental side of your game and you being in a happy and healthy place mentally knowing you it's not like you've been in a bad place before but it does seem like as we've been speaking about here but as you and I talk about all the time the the mental side of you seems to really be attracting more interest folks want to learn more know more like to hear about the things that you try and do to keep yourself in a healthy mental place to be the best husband father and uh and race car driver do you find that interesting at all that folks are wanting to know more about that side of you now than ever uh it has been a lot of questions by journalists about my mental approach as if i've been like this terrible driver and suddenly i'm a good driver but honestly i mean we know you've been screwed for forever so that that's nothing out of the norm but at least there's a lot of yeah but there's a lot of circumstances that go with all that and maybe those circumstances are to do with attitude they maybe are maybe you you are more lucky when you're more relaxed and you're letting it flow um maybe that's true uh so yeah you know it's it's just coming with age man i mean that's some people need to be pushed along and some people need to be calmed down. So maybe at a certain point in your age, you reach a sweet spot for that. And maybe that's me now. I think it is. Cause like I said, having seen you go through so many iterations of yourself over the last uh, dozen, whatever years, like you just seem like you're at a really happy and effective place. So that's, that's pretty amazing. So last thing for you, brother, you probably know this stat and whatnot, but with your win on Sunday at Detroit, 15 consecutive years with an IndyCar win, at least one. And I certainly don't uh, think you're done winning this year. Um, But just looking at what you've been able to achieve, um, what you have been able to deliver year after year, 15 years in a row now with IndyCar victories, that's a pretty special thing, man. Uh, There are a lot of great drivers who've missed a year or two in there. Uh, what is it? Yeah. What comes to mind, man, when you think of 15 straight years in Victory Lane? Just a career of hard work and determination, really. And you think that's that's kind of been the theme of my life in motorsport. 
you know, when I wanted to become professional, it was kind of a bit relentless in that respect. Um, yeah. Yeah, but just, yeah, for, I also feel very fortunate. It just blows my mind that I've won 41 races. It just doesn't seem, it's just, it's just crazy. <laughs> so I know how hard it is to win one race in IndyCar and uh, to be at that number and the number of poles. And um, yeah, no, it's, I'm lucky. I'm lucky to have ended up in the team I did and lucky to have the career I am. Just like, you know, just a lucky life. And I've, uh, I really actually realize that more than ever at this point in my life that it's just ridiculously fortunate and i guess thinking about that fortune do you have any concerns brother if uh road america something breaks something goes wrong uh something else really lets you down and pisses you off are you concerned at all that that's uh gonna be disruptive to this flow you've been in this year or you feel like you're in a better place than ever to just kind of roll with any punches that might come whether it's this weekend or next uh you oh man look the amount of effort you put into this game you're going to be disappointed if you have a bad day you will um it just you just can't let it affect you going forward and and let it affect another race you, you're gonna you're gonna be disappointed if you have a bad day but you're gonna have a bad day it's just inevitable it's gonna happen and uh the more you minimize that and the more that you minimize those days the better chance you have of winning a championship it's just yeah that's 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 how it's as simple as that thanks again to our pal dj willie p for diving in here i don't know if y'all find this interesting but i do that's why he and i discuss this side of the sport on a really regular basis so catching up with we'll try and do some more here trying to do more podcasts for you know that i've been slacking a little bit this year so hopefully you enjoyed this got more coming and once again, thanks to you, thanks to Cooper Tires, Justice Brothers, and TorontoMotorsports.com. I'm Marshall Pruitt. We'll speak to you soon.